Before we get too far into this uh, Fly Racing Racer X podcast, thanks to the folks at Racetech, Racetech.com. Pulp24 is a code to save. Please use Racetech. Suspension work, motor work, they do it all. They do some motor work for some high-level teams in the pits that they sign an NDA for. So Racetech.com, they know what they're doing. Suspension, motors, all of it. And you can tell them you listen to Pulp to save. Thank you. Racetech.com. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, and Motosport.com on RacerXOnline.com. With your continuing gracious support of our sponsors, we're thriving at over 1,800 podcasts delivered with over 20 million downloads. Click the Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews, race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's the voice bringing it all to you, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Fly Racing Race Rex podcast. The race reviews are here. They're back. Of course, we had Anaheim 1 this weekend, yesterday. And so JT and Weege joining me to review Anaheim 1 2024 from RJ's win to Jets win and, and more. So thank you to the folks at Fly Racing for making this happen. Flyracing.com. Go to your local dealer. Go to motorsport.com. Check them out. Great company. Great line of gear. That Formula S helmet is next level. They're, all their Formula helmets are simply great. They've moved the boa on the back of their pants uh, on some of their lines, so to make it a little more easier. So thank you to the folks at Fly Racing, man. Great guys, great company, flyracing.com. And uh, Jason Thomas will be coming on here to talk, talk to us about the Fly Racing rider named RJ Hampshire that won the main event. So thank you to Fly. Also, Renthal, whether it's uh, Factory uh, Kawasaki, Factory Honda, Red Bull KTM, Renthal's got you covered. Grips, sprockets, chains. They've got some mountain bike products that are amazing also, carbon and aluminum bars, Renthal.com. And even they help the privateer guys, guys like Grant Harlan, guys like, guys like Justin Starling. Renthal's there for them. So thank you to the folks at Renthal. And you've used their name, or their product, I should say, because you know their name over the years. They've been with Honda and those factories for a long, long time. Thank you to Renthal for coming on board. Maxis Tires as well. Jace Kessler out there with Maxis Tires. The SGB Cowie team. Cade Clayson putting his Maxis Tires into the main event. Uh, great to see that as well. The uh, Sorry, I said SGB. I meant PRMX. That's what I mean. Maxis.com. Shop.maxis.com for more information. Maxis MX Series, a gift from the science nerds to the moto kids. Pick your pair. McGrath helped develop these things. Uh, soft intermediate, intermediate to hard terrain tires are available now. They got paddle tires as well. So we'll tell you more about motorsport.com later on in the show. But for now, here's JT, here's Weege, here's Mathis. Talking Anaheim 1. Thanks for listening. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. Anaheim 1 review. We're back. The Three Musketeers. And uh, we are going to be here each and every week to talk uh, Supercross and Motocross with you, SMX, all of that. And uh, just to, uh, yeah, talk about the races, man. So really happy to be back doing this. Thank you to the folks at Fly Racing, Renthal, Maxis, and Motorsport.com. All on board with us for this podcast as well. Really appreciate that. And Onyx Maps as well. We'll tell you more about those guys later. Thank you to Fly Racing. They're excited to celebrate the 25th anniversary 
They got the 2024 lineup is out. The new look and feel signified a pivot for Fly Racing, a step out and a step up, led by the Formula S helmet, powered by the Fly Smart app. Fly Racing continues to push the boundaries of product performance and design, and they want to thank the loyal dealers and customers, many of whom were at Anaheim 1, by the way, uh, for 25 incredible years and look forward to the next 25 and beyond. FlyRacing.com, at FlyRacingUSA on social media. You saw Chiz out there in Fly Racing. You saw Shane McElroy out there in Fly Racing, Dean Wilson, and also the winner of the 250 race, RJ Hampshire, Fly Racing rider. So thank you to the folks at Fly Racing for making this happen. And as I said, the three Musketeers are back, and that means none other than the two gentlemen who were you saw on TV for Anaheim 1, the guys I groomed, the guys I put on this podcast, the guys that I promoted, helped, prodded, pushed, and I got them on the TV for you guys. First up, it's Jason Wygant. What's up, Weege? Yeah. Zap. Yeah, it's great. Uh, JT and I, uh, we really now have almost completed our Trojan horse takeover of the world of Supercross. It was wall-to-wall, Jason and Jason, all day. Uh, we infiltrated. We got JB out of there. Hate to do it, but this is just business. Uh, we, we got Carmichael out of there. I mean, we were one stew away from just completely and totally taking over the broadcast. Yeah, good job on that, everybody. Uh, we'll talk about that a little yep. bit because... I want, to, I want you to tell the story of RJ jumping in. So uh, we'll get into some of that later on for sure. I was, hey, if it all ends up with RJ being involved, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's great. The, the it's guy, great. We got RJ. He's, he's yes. a gem. Uh, speaking of fly racing and uh, RJ Hampshire and, and, and uh, Shane McArath and Dean Wilson and all of that, from fly racing, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Well, I, uh, I called RJ. I just want to lead with that. Um, in the face of your doubting, RJ won. So I feel uh, I feel vindicated from that. But um, yeah, otherwise, what a great weekend! As we said, uh, and we got to do a lot of things from press conference to race day live to the broadcast. It was, uh, I would say, my greatest A one ever. Um, I'm the most tired after I've ever been after an A one, but I would do it all over again a million times over. So this is the part we'll start 2024 off right. This is the part where you t- you two guys thank me for putting you on the air, helping you out. Well, you, in- you've already thanked yourself so many times in the last 24 hours. I don't even think we need to. Just, you know, just you, the powers that be probably can, listen on. to this podcast. Okay. They, they understand you guys had reasonable, you know, and interesting, intelligent takes on the sport. And now you're on TV. So I'll give you credit for me because I truly did start with your shows. So I will give you credit on me, but I don't think you have a leg to stand on with Weege. I really don't. Oh, come on. I don't. I've been on it. I just told you I'll give you all the credit for me, but I don't see it with Weege. I, I would like to state for the record that I made it this far in spite of <laughs> Steve's programming. Uh, some some could I, say. I that. almost feel like I should have called this afternoon and said, "Am I still allowed to do this pod? Are we so, still good?" Or listen, some some would say that, and I don't like. I don't have a totally valid comeback for that. Some would say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think so. I don't believe so. But it's a it's a reasonable take to have. Um. So, um. All right. Look, of, you have your own LCQ race. So at this point, yeah, we're all we're all in the clear somehow. I don't know how this evolved to, to what it's become. Yeah. We've been doing this pod yeah. since uh, the 2011 race season. And look at us now. Remember when you guys used to clip me out of these things? You were racing. What a bunch of jerks. 
You yeah, were, just said not involved in any of these things. Yeah, because you, you were racing. Go with someone else. Yeah, because you were racing. You were still riding. Yeah. Yeah. It was paying. It was paying. You were, yeah, you were doing this weird thing. Yeah. You were racing your motorcycle. Right. Still. Although I yeah. think we. Still I, a little better. I think we, JT, jumped in his last year of racing, which then prompted me to say, what happened every single weekend? Because <laughs> the guy I watched on the track, like, wasn't the same guy I watched for a long time. And I was wondering what was going on the final year. So. That's what happens when you're racing when you're 40 years old. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, lots to get into when it comes to the TV broadcast. I do have some questions and some thoughts. Um, Sean Brennan, the PR man for Feld, uh, forgot to put flavored creamer in the press box for round one, and so we started off rough. Um, he's trying to keep you, but, trying to keep you healthier without letting you know that he's doing it on purpose. That's like a yeah subtle. Subtle health. Wow, that, that's that's you. that's yeah, that's unacceptable. And I hope for round two, it's it's back. Or I may not, I may stop coming to the races. So we got to figure that out asap. Okay, uh, Jet and RJ one, probably the two favorites going in. Uh, they have the points lead in both of their classes. But let's just start with this um, biggest surprise of the night. Um, biggest surprise of the night. We what what on the track? What? Uh, oh, I, I didn't expect that. I, I did not expect that question. Okay, do you want me to start then, and you think? Yeah, you give me a surprise, and... Uh, I'll go. I'll, 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 oh, oh, JT's ready. Okay, I'm right. ready. Go ahead, uh, sir. I did, not expect, I did not expect Cooper Webb to have that type of top-end speed at the opener. That's exactly my surprise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, won the heat race, uh, beat the Jet, and then probably would have got second. Uh, was riding really well. Anyway, um, for sure third, if, if not for the trip to Indonesia, as he put it, too. Really good day one for Cooper Webb. Look, we saw him at Paris. Um, I talked to some people that know him, and you guys may know the gentleman that I talked to that knows him. Um, I don't want to give him away, but he he just watched the main event. He didn't participate in it. He just watched it. Um, but, uh, yeah, Coop, Coop got some health stuff figured out and obviously lost weight too. Lost about 15 pounds and got, some, got some health stuff figured out. Face. Yep, got some health stuff yeah, figured out. And, face, dude, he is – he was good. Yeah, really good. So, was this gentleman, uh, did he make a main event but not race in the main event? This gentleman uh, last year became the first man in Supercross history to have leader lights on. And then oh, okay. this year he became the first man in Supercross history to make a main event and score zero points. Okay. He's, right. he's not a, sure who this is. He's a history maker. He, he, that's what he does. Sure who this source is. Yeah. Not sure. Yeah. Um. So, Weege, what what do you got? Uh, yeah, I, I would say uh, – I, I would like to agree, honestly. Uh, the, the heat race in the main, I could even say, hey, uh, maybe we have seen that type of thing from Cooper Webb before, maybe not at A1, but the qualifying speed, I would say, is the surprise. But just so I don't take the same answer as you, I would say I didn't think that Hampshire couldn't win, but I didn't think that he would be that level above uh, everybody else. So just because I don't want to give the same answer as you, I'll yeah. do that. But yes, that's but being uh, right behind Sexton and Jet in qualifying, I was like, even on his best day, he's not doing that. Grabbed, grabbed second fastest on his last lap of the day. You know, just snuck yeah. in there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And RJ, yeah, never really in danger of, you know, throwing that thing away or losing it. Just, I, I think. In a nine-second lead. We could be running that race right now, and RJ would still have the lead. Yeah. Like, he was yeah. great. So, um, all right. Uh, where are you guys at with 
the rookie Jet Lawrence. And I know you're part of the establishment. You're part of the TV crew. I get it. But it's a little different. I mean, good. congrats to Jet. He was amazing. great, amazing. The worst thing could have happened was what he did was get out front right away. But the guy did 14 races in two different series against these same riders and beat them, by the way. Uh, uh, and so, yes, he's the first guy to win in his first 450 Supercross, but it just hits a little different to me. Like, whatever, who cares? But hits a little different to me. Weege? Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, it's interesting that we asked Stu this throughout the weekend, and then they put it to him on the TV show to compare his debut in 2005. And credit to Stu for not saying, hey, that was literally my first race ever on a 250. You know, yeah, Jet, to your point, has had essentially six months of racing on a 450 before this. So it's not quite the same. But I say numbers don't lie. I mean, the stat is correct. Uh, I know that there's a couple people that think Bradshaw did this or Grant did this. Uh, well, they I, did win the opener. Josh Grant had, thinks Josh Grant did race. it. Josh Grant thinks Josh yeah, Grant did it. Apparently he does. <laughs> well, poor Josh Grant just randomly raced Seattle 2008 yeah. for, on a Geico Honda 450 and did well. He yeah. got like seventh. And that one start prevented him from winning his first ever which was the opener the next year. And, uh, yeah, Bradshaw won Anaheim one in 90, but he raced San Diego and got on the podium in 89, so it wasn't his first race. Um, but at the same time, I feel like it is the stat. It is not inaccurate. Yeah. And I also feel that the only reason that everyone wasn't just saying uh, maybe Jet just goes out and dominates tonight is because there was the specter of, well, we haven't seen him race 450 Supercross before. So there is... He was carrying a bit of a rookie unknown tag coming into this, right? Mm, yeah, a little bit. JT, did you hear this about JG? I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't quite get it. Like, I don't know if they think there are exceptions or like you know you get a mulligan. I think he like just. I think if you're. I think I would bet JG just forgets about Seattle 08. Hey, but it's not how it works. It's not how, <laughs> <laughs> like there are rules, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Um. So are, where are you at, JT? With, are you like Luigi and I a little bit with the, you know, calm down on the first Supercross rookie thing a little bit? Um, I don't know. I Like, Jet has done so many incredible things so far. I, I'm kind of fine with it. Um, if it had been – if he hadn't gone undefeated and hadn't won – like, I'd be like, okay, like, whatever. But I, I think he deserves this, man, to do what he's done and then to not just recognize this on top of it with this field – this depth to do it the way he did it. Um, I, I'm good with it. I, yeah. I don't think there is a way to logically, or I think, or I think was put it this way. I think it'd be a very bad idea to try to take something away from jet right now with what he's done. Like, I, I'm not going to sit here and try to detract from it or disqualify in any, any way at all. Like, I just don't think that's fair. He deserves everything you want to throw at him right now. And I'm getting, I'm getting DMS people complaining about us, you know, talking jet up so much, but what do you expect us to do? Like, what do you want? He's won everything he's touched so far. Like, yeah. I, he yeah, deserves yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, whatever. What are you gonna? Do? What are you gonna do? I'm sure. You know, no, he, he's. I would, I would tell them right to their face, like this guy deserves it. You may not like it. That's okay. Everybody has their favorite rider, but tell me a way that this does, guy doesn't deserve all the headlines. Like he deserves for us to talk about him this way. So we're gonna do it. Uh, about halfway, ah, three quarters through the main event, Anderson got it down from like four seconds to like 2.6, I think, or something. And Kel yeah. I was sitting next to Kellen Brower, and he's like, hey, do you think like they're going to catch him? 
or I don't know what Kellen asked me exactly. And it wasn't something like he knows racing. I'm not, I'm not trying to. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Jet, Jet, Jet's going to go uh, as fast as he wants. This was an outdoor moto to me. This was just another outdoor race. He, he absolutely could have gone quicker if he needed to. And it turned out he didn't well, need to, but like, not a problem. Like those guys just, did, yeah. Did you see kind of where, like, I, I was really trying to pay attention and analyze it closely to kind of see where he was losing time and, and when. Um, and and I, I know you know this stuff really well too, but for those who couldn't see the race as closely or didn't have as much of a, like a broader view of the track sitting at home, the rhythm section uh, that in the 250 main that had the medic flags in, like the toughest rhythm section of the racetrack, a few times Jet missed the triple in, and then he would have to go triple on, step off, four. That was a quarter of a second slower, something like that, mm-hmm. and he missed that a few times. He probably missed it four out of ten laps and in one stretch and Anderson nailed it every single time. And then the section that he crashed in, in the heat race, both he and Cooper were just consistently going inside in that corner. Jet kept trying to make the outside work and it just, it's just slower. It was just slower. And, uh, the times that jet would miss the rhythm and would kind of go outside, he was losing significant amounts of time there. But then when he would get things right, he was faster. He could pull away at will. Uh, but it was just interesting to see like these, kind of weirdo things and the, and the, it's just like it is always, it's like a yo-yo, right? It's back and forth. Yeah. Um, but to your point, jet has this incredible ability to pull the yo-yo the opposite direction when he really needs to most. And most can't, most people can't do that. What'd you think? Weege, were you, were you worried? Yeah, dude, I fall for it every time. And (laughs) again, to go back to the previous conversation, I know that he's had a perfect season in motocross, but I still had the hint of like, well, it is a little different. So, I mean, Anderson is not a joke. We saw what Webb was bringing all day and all night. And I'm like, I- I'm not just going to write off. We-, we said over and over, if Cooper Webb is within two to three seconds of you with five minutes to go, it's something. So I wasn't just going to write that off and say, nah, he's got these guys. I mean, we've seen what Webb's capable of. Anderson is a world-class rider. Uh, so I was 50, 50. I'm like, is this just jet doing what he does, which is leading by three seconds. And that's all he's going to do. Or is this web doing what he does, which is staying within three seconds and then going hog wild in the last five minutes. So to me, it wasn't cut and dry, but, uh, then there was jet in the press conference, not really feeling like he was threatened and saying, if anything, I was saving some energy in case there was an attack later in the race. And then yeah, JT's point, he had a couple of bad laps for various reasons. I think he did some lappers too, but, uh, yeah, in the end, I think he was pretty much in control. I would have liked to have seen, and I'm sure Webb would also, uh, if Webb could have gotten around Anderson, uh, how that might have changed things. But I don't want to get – this is not a, a, a asterisk win at all. Yeah. No, it was great. It was fantastic. And, you know, like I said off the top, that was a bad sign for everybody else when he got out front right away. <laughs> that was, that was you know he, – he I mean, it's not going to always go that way, though. Like I, you know, I heard people already like he's gonna, he's just gonna be unstoppable. He's gonna, and I, I don't, I'm not there. I don't believe that to be true. I think there's gonna be plenty of nights where it's just a war, um, an absolute battle, and I, I'm more confident in that because I saw how good Anderson and Webb were. I, I know for a fact there's gonna be a lot of a lot of these races are just gonna be an absolute battle. Um, so that's that's encouraging. I don't think it's gonna be an absolute runaway. Jet will win his. Don't don't oh, get me wrong. He's gonna get his but I think there's going to be a lot of tight racing this year. Okay. But I keep saying, and I said this in our preview shows, we at least have to carve out the potential that it isn't. 
McGrath ninety three. McGrath ninety three. This is. I mean, it was eerie in the press conference. He's like, "Hey, I'm sure I'm going to have my days where, the, where I suck and these guys get me." He said the exact thing at Fox Raceway last year, and we left going, "Sure, yeah, there will be those days," and then there weren't any of those days. So, I feel like we have to. I'm not predicting that will happen, but at the end of the year, if he is dominant, we shouldn't be. I feel like we should be like, yeah, maybe we should have saw that coming. Uh, and what what is that? What does that take for you to say that's what happened? Like, how many wins are we talking? What does this series look like to to for you to claim it went that way? Uh, I would say if you get somewhere around ten, or, or let's put it this way: remember Villapoto, uh, for example. Let alone obviously Stu and Carmichael, McGrath, Chad. If we get to the point that before the gate is dropping, we're starting to say. Uh, it's been a lot more exciting if Chet got a bad start because he's pretty much been owning it lately. It's a feeling that everyone starts to feel, and uh, I, I can't. Like you're you're already assuming he's going to win before the gate drops. Is yes, that's that the is feeling. the feel. Okay, that okay. is the feel. Um, yes, I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. I I, I, yep. I was worried just like you are going in. Yep. Uh, but man, those some of those the guys that I was worried about being relevant looked really good, and the guys that I know that are going to come around. The Roxon with the crash, uh, Tomac's going to get better. I just, I don't think, it's, I don't think it's going to go that way. Yep. Yeah, it's hard to look at this field and think that that's possible for anyone to do that to Anderson, Roxon, Tomac, Webb, you name it. Right? It just seems impossible that someone could be that good. But luckily, they got now, closer at the end to qualify. Now, if you want me to, and we didn't even mention Chase Sexton, obviously, um, but if you want me to say. Do I think Jet's going to go on a run of championships if he stays healthy? I would say that. I think that's definitely going to happen. Oh, I'll say definitely. I think that's very likely to happen. Um, but I just don't think it's going to be 13 wins or anything insane like that. I, I don't see that. Yeah, I hope you're right. I mean, we just want to see competition. Sure. Absolutely. I'm just saying we have to carve out. I'm not predicting it, but we have to. There is a universe out there uh, where this is happening. We'll yeah. see if that's one we're living in. Yeah, there, there is a universe. We've seen it. Yeah, we saw a bunch. <laughs> so we saw it for a long time. There's definitely a universe of of this. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if he's like, imagine if like behind the scenes he's like, oh man, we were way off. My first Supercross race in a 450. We get to. We, there's a lot more we can do. Imagine yeah. if that was going on. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Um, so Anderson, great, uh, real low key coming in. Obviously, a little bit by design. That's how he rolls. But you know, also he's teamed up with Troll Training. You know, this year and. Yeah, look at him now. Troll training. If there's one thing he didn't have, it was the the tenacity and the endurance and the speed of Alex Martin. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And he hired Alex Martin and John Wesley. So I do feel like don't you feel like when you think of Amart, don't you kind of think of Anderson? Very similar. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's a parallel. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So for me, it, it kind of lines up nicely. I was talking to uh, I was talking to Cowie guy after the race at the press conference, and yeah, Jason's very happy with the bike. They, um, you know, this is just bullshitting stuff. Not like typical. I didn't turn the recorder on stuff, but Jason's very happy with the bike. Very happy with uh, everything that's that's been going on with it, and um, they're still learning it a little bit. So um, that part is good. I don't think Adam, his teammate, is necessarily super stoked on the bike we'll get to that in a second but jason is and uh and he's liking it and then webb we talked about i think webb yeah webb was a surprise for me and and same with jt well, all of us really so uh really good job for cooper webb um in the 
in the heat when when Jet fell, I, I tweeted, Jet Lawrence cracking under the pressure for these supercars. Oh, go God. to my go to my YouTube channel in ten minutes, and then, dude, like thirty percent of the people were thought I was serious. I was like, oh boy, that's where we're at. Hey, it it really is remarkable how much progress Webb made, right? Like, we, yeah, I was concerned. I know you were concerned. I think everybody was a little concerned. Yeah, and I'm kind of not anymore. Like, I, I give him a lot of credit. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's great. Uh, good job for that. And, man, a spicy and ready-to-go Cooper Webb. Because I kind of had him behind Jet and Chase yeah, and Tomac, did. you know. Um, so yeah. uh, I did at least until, like, halfway. Yep. Uh, Sexton. Um, and credit credit to Weege for his tweet, uh, which was, I thought, very well said about the sport is a lot better when Webb is, is relevant and at his best. Yeah, it's just so exciting to. He just goes about it, it completely different than everybody else, and you just never know what you're going to get. I mean, honestly, the way he put it to uh, Jet in that heat, has anyone done that to Jet? Really? Well, Charlotte, everyone. Well, did, no, but, nobody's yeah. done it to him in a heat ever because he's never raced one. But well, yeah, okay. yeah, Charlotte, he was off, and everybody put it to him. But I don't yeah. feel like anyone is like, I'm yeah, going to yeah. be in control of this race, buddy. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. in control. You're going to have to get, work your way around yeah. me. Uh, That's what I don't feel like anyone's put him on the ropes like that. That's what Blue Crew does for you guys. You know, I don't <laughs> need to tell that, say that again, but that's exactly it. Hey, I will credit Blue Crew. I think some of the questions that we had, we know some of the weaknesses of the KTM, the whoops, but I think there were questions of, is Webb going to be able to go low and turn on a dime and, and stop so effectively? All those things, I feel like he was doing all that stuff on the Yamaha. Yeah, the Yamaha, I... Not the 23 so much, but still, I think of the Yamaha as a bigger bike, even compared to a KTM, but Webb looked fine. He's throwing that thing around. He even threw it, yeah. right, even threw it right upside down over that tabletop. Like, went right yeah. right through that front end, right down. So, um, yep. Sexton, third, he, he'll take that. I didn't watch the press conference yet, um, so I'm not exactly sure what, what Chase had to say. We do he, know- he finally admitted that uh, about a month ago. He wasn't sure a podium was coming. Like, <laughs> okay. He's like, if you yeah, could have yeah. seen me a month ago, uh, I, I would, you wouldn't have thought I'd be even close uh, to a podium. Well, to be fair, it wasn't. I would interject two weeks ago from what I Maybe. heard. Yeah. So, I mean, he was, uh, like, we have to be fair and say he wasn't going to get on the podium. No. But that's what I was going to say was if – I think he would have took that fourth even. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think he – for how it's kind of been going, I think he would have took that fourth and then he got gifted that third and even better, you know? I he was well, he was 11th in the first qualifying session and yeah, like I, wow. <laughs> I thought it was decent enough where he could leave and go, "Okay, we're going to figure this thing out." Yeah. It it wasn't the you know, the plane didn't crash into the mountain, which is I think what everybody was nervous about. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was a this was okay. This was yep. okay. <laughs> we can we can work with this and move forward, and we're going to be fine. Weege, what do you think? Yeah, uh, I think either way, right, third or fourth, I, I think that's – unfortunately, from how bad we heard this offseason was going, mm. I agree. I think he's like, uh, that's that's all I'm looking for. He did feel like he was somewhat competitive. He, he really messed up, and we had the clip on the TV show. He really messed up a rhythm lane bad once. He felt like he was fairly close. To Webb and uh, Anderson, they weren't yarding him until that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but yeah, dude, he looked so bad early in, in practice. I mean, look, first it, out. I mean, if you just want to, like, he didn't, he, he was fastest guy last year in almost every session. He hit the track on a Honda. 
And there was yep. no point where he was the fastest session at any time, you know, on Saturday. And so from that standpoint, not as good. But No, but yeah. his improvement from the beginning of the day. Yeah. Then the, the first time session, the second session, he was on top of the board for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then what he was uh, basically a tenth or two off of Jet at the end. Yep. I'm like, bro, he was two seconds off when the day started. So I'm like, yeah. okay, they there's something in this here. They <laughs> There is room for improvement, and they're figuring it out. You wonder, like, Webb, and he's going to – Webb's going to be on the Pulp Show tomorrow night, um, so I'm going to ask him this. But, like, he wanted to battle those – he wanted those smaller forks, you know, and they just fought him and fought him and wouldn't give it to him for Supercross, finally gave him to him for outdoors. And then, you know, he wanted to do things with the frame and couldn't do it. And now they're – all the Austrian guys are on different frames if they want. They can go – they can go uh, a new they, – they can go to the next the, – the Works Edition one or they can go to the, this production one. They can – they're all running 48s now. Webb's probably just sitting back a little bit and rubbing his hands together and saying, see, see. So I do find that funny. I'm going to ask Webb about that a little bit because they, they, yeah. I talked to Aaron a little bit about it, too, after the race. And, yeah, they're, they're really open, right? The, the Austrian groups seems to be flexible with what these guys want to do. And flexibility in the Austrian group has never been used a lot, you know, as far as that goes. So uh, AP was the low-key fastest guy that maybe no one's going to talk about. Heat race was great. Main event was good. Uh, Aaron Plessinger was really good, uh, I thought, in both yeah. races. And, like, low-key, nobody's going to mention him too much and stuff. But, yeah, good job, AP. Really good. He was uh, he was closing on Sexton for a while. Yep. And I'm like, ooh, this is going to get interesting. Yeah. And I think Sexton just maybe was a little a bit more fit or something happened. No, AP, um, AP he, said he messed up that rhythm. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, uh, I'm with you. He was catching him a little bit. So, uh, AP was good, Weege. Isn't it funny that uh, we heard so much about flying at the test track with Mookie, right? Um, and that was certainly in comparison to Aaron. And then, like, two laps into the first heat race of the year, Plessinger just catches and passes and leaves Mookie. And I'm like, there you go. Yeah. Well, on there fr- you go. So, on Friday, I was talking to another unnamed rider who didn't have a great night and passed 250 Supercross champion. And he told me that the Mookie flying at the test track has switched to Aaron Plessinger flying at the test track. Just that quick. Oh. Uh, on Friday, on at the press conference, yes. Oh, yes. So, wow, this man may or may not have been wearing a one-piece set of gear. Oh. <laughs> uh. That makes it a little less surprising because I'm like, man, yeah. Because Steve, you were there. I was talking to Nick Way and a couple others about. All right, tell me how accurate flying at the test track actually ends up comparing to when we get to the races. And I think Nick was like, it's about sixty percent of the time, it doesn't mean anything. Uh, so when I saw Plessinger go by Mookie, I'm like, here's yeah. another example. Yeah. But uh, maybe it doesn't count. If Plessinger's been faster than him for the last three weeks, then maybe it is the test track right. carrying over. Yeah, we we don't know. We're not sure. Yeah. Uh, yep. Ferrandis, fifth. Good job. Yeah, privateer guy. He's got, yeah. cla- he got, he's got clamps from Honda. He's got some oh. front brake parts from Honda, and that's it. And... He was happy at the end of the night. I talked to some people in his camp. He was very happy at the end of the night, and uh, he'll take that fifth. I said to this gentleman, hey, I didn't think his bike looked that good in the whoops. And I was kind of like, I hope I don't piss anybody off. And they and they agreed with me. They're like, yeah, no, no, it's not. It's not where we need to be. Ziggy staying back this week from Factory Connection to test with him at Honda uh, to try to get a little more testing in. So, yeah, they're – I think that Phoenix Honda and Dylan will take that fifth and roll it on on the San Fran. 
it's uh it's so difficult to get your bike to work in whoops like anaheim because there's really no way to replicate those conditions right like you can go test but unless you have whoops that are just like that like how do you get the bike to really work you know how do you test for that unless you have a rain soaked track that's kind of drying up you know it's just a very unique set of circumstances you can test all you want the bike's great and then you show up and it's rain and, and spongy and everything's different that to me that's always such a wrinkle uh, and we, we've seen that at anaheim yeah. how many times you know where it rains midweek and then it's this weirdo track with weirdo dirt yeah uh dylan wasn't flashy but he'll take that fifth for sure um web six barsha seventh barsha was really couching uh everything about his Anaheim ride, he just still isn't recovered from his crashes and not quite ready. And so, yeah, I think he'll take that seven. What is couching? Downplaying? Yeah, downplaying his readiness. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I think he'll take that seventh and and roll on. Like, he, yeah, he he said he doesn't have he doesn't he doesn't feel one hundred percent ready. It's weird for him to be like that. And so he'll take that seventh. He was kind of invisible a little bit. Weege, Barsha was like, you know. yeah, but because of the couching. I honestly expected him to be invisible. Mm -hmm. The starts actually were pretty good, which I yeah. think helped. So, yeah, same thing, especially in that field. If you're coming in even at 97% ready, and, I mean, we had 15 dudes at the desks in the press conference to, like, literally put a number on it. Oh, there are 15 really good guys. If you finish in the middle of that, 7th out of 15, uh, that's really good. I mean, there's some pretty du good dudes what we're yeah. going to talk about now that he beat. So Justin Cooper got Eli Tomac late, and I had to ask Kellen, did Tomac fall? Like what? Because he kind of had a nice gap. It wasn't huge, but it was a decent gap, and he's Eli Tomac, right? And Kellen's like, no, he Cooper just caught him past him. So not an ideal race for Eli Tomac and a good race for Justin Cooper. Yeah. Uh, well, I have uh, Yamaha just put out their team press release. Oh, okay. So uh, we have uh, quotes from Eli Tomac. Mm -hmm. Ready? Yep. Okay. It was great to be back on the gate, but I underperformed, to say the least. We will be back stronger next week. <laughs> okay. Come there you on. go. All right. Yes, there you go, everybody. I don't know if it was arm pump. Uh, or... I believe that I, for whatever reason, I just, I've seen dudes be out. I mean, heck, Carmichael and Stewart, perfect seasons coming off of ACLs. I don't know. I've just seen so many of these elite guys come back and be right back where they were that I just believed that that would happen, but it really did appear that this is an Eli Tomac who's working his way back. That's what it looked like yeah, to me. I, I, I'm not claiming I was right. Um, I've just I've done this, right? I'm not at his level, obviously. We all know that. But it's so hard to come back and be the same level you were. It's so difficult, and it gets harder and harder as you get older. It's just a really tough thing. And that, that injury, I think, is, is much more difficult to return from than like an ACL. Uh, ACL is not that big of a deal, especially with modern medicine. Like you're up and moving and you're up and going quickly. I mean, I've seen people racing in two months with an ACL. Not that I would say that's a good idea, but I've seen it. Um, RJ Hatchar? Tim Ferry. Um, yeah, oh, wow. I've seen it multiple times. Um, but this is kind of what I expected. When you look at historically, he hasn't been great in January. Last year was a little different. I'll give you that. Even 2022 was a little different. But over the course of his career, January has been a, a bit of a battle for him. And when you factor in the biggest injury of his career on, at the oldest he's ever been on top of it, I mean, it it logically makes a lot of sense for him to have a rough opener. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, the people I talked to didn't make it sound like the Achilles was an issue. It was. But it has to be. I'm not just, saying he's hurting. I'm, no. Yeah. But it's like, it's the time off. It's, it's not riding for multiple months. It's all that, you know? I, I know I'll put it this way to you. Like, you look at one of the things that made Ryan Dungey so difficult to deal with was he just continued to get better and build more base fitness and stronger and better and momentum. And he never really got knocked off that. Like it was just, just never ending building cycle. And he was just so rock solid. Well, that's been Eli Tomac for most of his career. He never really has had to deal with these extended periods of time off. And I can only go off my own experience. And I, you know, I guess I could see from other people too, but it's, it takes a toll when you lose a lot of that momentum and you have to go back to, I don't want to say all the way to zero, but close enough, you know, when you're non weight bearing for a really long time, you can't do much. You're getting pretty close back to zero level of fitness. I just think that's you're you're seeing the symptoms of that and, and he'll snap back. He's going to be good again pretty soon, but it wasn't shocking to me to see him struggle a little bit at all. So panic button. Yeah. No, okay. not for me. Weege, no, panic button? I, I didn't expect I didn't expect ninth, but I thought like six seven yeah. was very much very much in the cards. Panic button, Weege? Do you still have it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, deep, deep, also, deep in one of those drawers. Also. Yep. Odd that Cooper would take points away from Eli Tomac for the title at round oh, one. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. Uh, God. Uh, Rocks in tenth. Yeah, he pulled in the mechanics area. He crashed in the first turn. He did win a heat. He looked fast. So uh, uh, if, if this was a grade, Ken Roxon would get incomplete. Like just, okay, cool. You came from way back to 10th. Yeah. And you're good. I mean, he you was not very far behind Eli, too. Yeah. That would have been, if he had gotten Eli, man. Oh. Uh, oh. Mookie, same thing. Crashed early. If you're Nate Ramsey, you're sitting in the manager's tower and you're just like, cool, man. Awesome year. No, Great. you're like, this is awesome. We just won the 250 class. Okay, we'll, we'll maybe. Get, we'll get them next week. I guess. True. But 450 class, you're like, okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah. No, that didn't go well. Um, for sure. So, yeah, Mookie came from, you know, even further back than Ken. He did catch Ken. Mookie caught Ken. Uh, and, oh, really? Yeah. And okay. Then, Kenny pulled away the last lap or two, but Malcolm got him uh, close to him. So, um, Weege, anything on Mookie or Roxon? Or we're on to San Fran. Yeah, sucks for them. Okay. On the San Fran. All right. Uh, AC, ooh, not great. Uh, he was jumping the whoops early, which told me that maybe an arm was still happening. Not stoked on his bike from what I gather. Still working on that. So, yeah. I I think those whoops are about as bad as it gets for him with the arm. How square like, Just the way you yeah. have to hold on so tight. Yeah. You know, like you can't. Like in normal supercross whoops, if they're not super cupped out, you kind of like let the bike float a little bit. Uh, those whoops, you could not do that at all. And it just seems like that takes the grip strength away more quickly than otherwise. Jorge Prado. Is there a transfer oh. of power between AC's arm and his buddy Roxon's arm? Is that what happened? Hmm. Interesting. Is this a possibility? Yeah. News at 11. Mm. We'll break this down. Yeah. I think there's a transfer of power. Arms. Jorge Prado? I mean, Pretty good. I thought it was just okay. He went yeah, backwards in the main. Uh, he, Lissamore got a great start, a uh, great photo of him off the start. Dude, he is sideways with one leg on. <laughs> he almost eats it. <laughs> uh, it was a great save by Jorge. Uh, I did talk to him after the race. He told me he was okay with his race. Like, he was fine with it. 
he really underplayed it. Like, he was like, I haven't raced Supercross. I'm coming in. I don't know what I'm – he goes, one time we had a 30-second board with the, the, the number was on the board, and the next time it was electronic board. And then one time we did no starts after this for the practice, and the next practice we did a start. And I don't know. <laughs> so, like, Jorge was very confused about all the policies and rules and procedures and said he'll be better in San Francisco because he'll know what's going on. He was a really nice guy to talk to. I'd never spoke to him before. Um, and I think he was okay with his 13th. And I think, yeah, I think it was okay. I think there was too much hype. I feel like there was too much hype for Jorge. Yeah, I don't I don't have any hype until uh, Fox Raceway 2025. Five. That's when I have that's when I have hype. Okay. Yeah. And I, that's not a shot against yeah. him. I'm just saying I know what he's up against. He has zero experience. He's up against the deepest field, you know, whatever. You can make that argument however you want to, but yeah. one of the deepest fields we've ever seen. So yeah, I, I'm I'm fine. Yeah. Just stay healthy, do your thing. And I, then uh, we'll we'll see you at first moto at Fox Raceway. I love the one one one. Just took me back to JMB or Everett's showing up in Anaheim, you know, some stranger GP dude. Love that. Thought that was cool. Um but yeah, Weege, anything on Horton? Yeah, there, I don't I, I don't think that's even fair for him if, if there was hype. Um, I well, mean, okay. I was, I was, guys that beat him. I was sitting yeah. in the middle of Kellen and Lewis. So was I just, Oh, that's tough. Was that that's just tough. where I was at in my position in the press box? That, yes. Could be. Yeah. Yes. Um, You're in a vortex of MXGP hype. It, it was a lot, dude. <laughs> it was a lot from those two. So, wow. He did ride good. There were times you watch. Okay. He's, it was unbelievable, actually, to watch the metamorphosis. His, his first three or four laps of free practice were terrible. And then it was good. Like, you literally saw him, like, mm -hmm. figure it out over the yeah. course of, like, three laps. And then I think he rode well. But the 12 guys that beat him, like, those guys have all probably raced 100 Supercrosses yeah. each when you count 250 class. Uh, the way, uh, JT, as you're saying, the way these tracks, just for one thing, just one thing, the way the track breaks down, probably never dealt with that. I don't, I don't think the test tracks are probably doing that. Or being on the track with 22 other guys or 21 other guys. Just pick a reason. Uh, he should not be to be yeah. any of those 12 in his very first race. He hasn't even raced 250 classes. But I, there was a lot of hype. I, there shouldn't have been. I don't well, think that's fair to him. Well, I picked him yeah, in that, Pulp Fantasy. Should, should not have been. He was a minus one in Pulp MX Fantasy, and I picked him, which meant the ninth or better. So maybe I fell for the hype. Ninth or better. I, I couldn't I couldn't do it with this field. If you give me a really weak year, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe he's top yeah. ten. You know, he's better than a lot of these guys, but not right now, man. Everybody's healthy. Like okay. it, it's there's a lot of talent right now. We had fifteen I just keep going back to it, we had fifteen dudes in the press conference. So you yeah. just have to keep using that as your well, metric. We always have fifteen dudes up there. That, that the number of guys is not to me relevant here, but but you can look at how many champions are there? There's a lot. I don't forget. Somebody told me the number. It was, it was nuts. But the 15 guys were all legit dudes, and none of them, you know, I, we lost Hunter. Actually, Hunter didn't make the main. So there's yeah. 14. Yeah. None of their bikes broke or they didn't DNF or anything like that. So he's got to beat a couple of them to do better than 14th. Like, that's a tall order, I feel like, in his very first race. And this isn't Jorge Prado slander. Like, yeah. exactly, JT. If he was racing the Nationals this year, he might just win. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm, That's I'm good leading is, the hype train. Yeah, yeah. I'm, in. I'm in here for it. it. He's, he's a great rider, but, yeah. geez, man, it's tough. Uh, okay, I'll just – I won't sit beside those guys. I'll just – I'll find somebody else. 
Now, what about uh, him? You, you saw him right after Lewis when I saw that he was in the B practice. Um, were you surprised? No. No, there are rules to this. There's rules. I mean, Bomer was Bomer was in the 250 B practice. Like, it's factory guys. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what it is. I, yeah, I'm like, Stu was, Stu was in B practice. To argue better. Stu was, was in B practice. Wow. No. The, okay. Absolutely they, he was. They, they, they fixed that because it was a, it was a I'm dangerous. I'm just telling you what happened. Right. In 02 or 05? 05. 05. 05. Dallas. They t- I do they not took, remember that. They took him out I of do, it. because he was about to kill people. Yeah, they took him oh, out of it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I want to see the footage. So, do you think Jorge Prado has ever had to deal with a gentleman like Joan Cross in unseated practice? <laughs> uh, I, thank God he didn't have to go to the LCQ. Listen, and if Hunter is in A practice next week... Guns blazing for me. Guns blazing. Oh, yeah? You're coming in hot? Oh, yeah. There's okay. rules. Um, I, I don't, I'm good. Whatever. I'm uh, here for it. Justin Hill, 14th. He won the LCQ. Other than that, I didn't have much for Justin Hill. Derek Drake, good good job for Derek Drake, 15th. I mean, that's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Josh Hill raced, which you said he wasn't going to race. He did race. He did race. Is, yeah. is, uh, it was hilarious. I saw him on track walk, and I'm like, what are you doing? And he said he was going to uh, fly out to watch the race for fun. He was buying a new motorhome, and on Tuesday they called and said, "Hey, your motorhome's ready." And he's like, "Oh, well, shoot! I might as well just drive the motorhome with a bike and race." This is—he's <laughs> in North Carolina on Tuesday. He's in North Carolina. He drives two days. He shows up on Thursday. hadn't been really riding at all, and raced. That's what I like. That's about on it. brand for them. That's what yeah. I like about our sports. Sometimes, like that's the stuff I like. Yep. Um, yep. Dino uh, had a little interaction with um, Vince Freeze. No. Lap, lap two, lap three, no. and uh, yeah, wasn't happy. And then Vince uh, hurt himself, walked off the track, and Dino was giving him thumbs up as he was walking off the track. This is a world <laughs> supercross rivalry, uh, and uh, I'm here for it. So yeah. And then Dino no, said a, today, a, Dino said today, oh, and, and then he, he he disabled his comments again on Instagram. <laughs> it's the, it's the same same thing, just a different rider in a different country at a different race. I don't have a problem with that start move, so I'm I'm here if you want to start throwing down right now. Like I I, I don't I don't think it was great. It wasn't uh, great. It's, I'm not saying it's great. Yeah, I don't think it's great. I'm not going to bury him for the start move. Okay. I don't think it was. I don't think you should go from outside all the way to the inside tough block. Like I don't think that's usually going to go all that well. You're going to have people high siding over you, just like what happened. But in the on the scale of one events, yep. it was not the worst thing I've ever seen. Right. But it, the guy just can't avoid controversy. He just can't. He can't do it. It, it just yeah. whether it's Dino, whether it's the start, whether it's just it's it, it's just always going to be something. We just have to assume it's going to be something. That was the first heat race, right? Yeah, it was yeah. first heat. Yeah. So I just I was just first like, oh my god, first heat race of the year, and this dude does that. And again, I'm not yeah. bearing him on that. Uh, it wasn't great. No, I'm not either. Um, I'm not. A, you know how you I know. feel. Yeah. And I'm not. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I do, you know, people were getting on him for, I mean, Hunter got a garbage start against all the other the privateers worst. in the LCQ. The worst. Yeah, and then he rode like crap for three laps before, you know, somehow getting on it. So It wasn't it's, too bad, I and mean, he was well, passing people, but he, the, the start was just, I mean, he was dead. He was literally yeah. dead last going into the first yeah. turn. The last person. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, Vince Freeze made his mark uh, in Anaheim 1, and Dino not happy, and understandably so. Um, 
Weege, where are you at with the start move? Yeah, I'm kind of right where you are. It wasn't great. Um, it's a first turn. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. But it, uh, when you do stuff a lot, uh, you don't really get any room for error. No, you, and, ha- you uh, don't have any. Say. There's going to be no forgiveness or no yeah. benefit of the doubt given. Yes, and that's where I'm at. Like I'm not. I'm not when you I, race I, like that, when yep. you race like that all the time, which is, I am willing to kill and die for any position, and especially starts. Uh, I'm willing to take all caution and throw it to the wind. Um, I, I do believe sometimes Vince is doing it maliciously. I think most of the time he is not. Uh, but that doesn't mean you're making good decisions either way. Do we have a? Do we have an absolute worst Vince Freeze movie he's ever done off the top of your head? There's like worst movie? Yeah, like what do you we, like? We, there's too many. Like just no, be, is, no. Is, is there one that stands because... out? <laughs> like I, I think LeBron's cra- best. What's LeBron's best dunk? <laughs> I think the <laughs> I think the Craig at Glendale really is the cherry on the top for me. Like, really? The, yeah. That one, the problem. That one was the problem is there was there have been so many that we don't have footage of. That's that. Well, true. True. This has been going on for the better part of 15 years now. The only reason it's such a big story is because the caliber of riders he's doing it to has risen exponentially. You know, like I've, that's why everybody's like, why do you hate the, I'm like, because I've been dealing with this guy and watching it go on forever. Like it's never changed. He's just doing it to the best guys in the sport now. Okay. So, so, so yeah. So, you guys don't have a favorite one. Yeah, the problem is we we didn't see what happened. Did anyone see what happened with him in Dino? Yeah, it's on Dino's YouTube. Okay, yeah. the, but for the most part, yeah, these are things happening. You, you just see a cloud of dust and Vince uh, and another dude uh, getting up. Vin, Vince's move on Dean, to me, on the tube is very reminiscent. Did you watch his move on Savachi in uh, Dubai? Or was it Australia? I don't remember which one, where it was. Uh, did you guys see that one? Where he went off the track? No, no, where he just oh. came into the turn and went for the front. That was on Dino. That was on Dean. No, there was a Savachi one too. You guys are forgetting that one. Oh. <laughs> it was oh. it was in the b- lower left corner of the TV. It, it was yeah, you weren't focusing on it so much, but anyways. Oh. Okay. Um so yeah, that was it. Is Cade Clayson there's such, a, oh. there's such an incredible body of work there that I mm-hmm. I don't feel prepared to give you the highlights. Nor do I have time uh, right now to go through the extensive collection. I don't have the Vince, time. Vince Freezy low lights they should be. I don't have the time nor the inclination to, to whatever Jack Nicholson said on the few good men stand. <laughs> um, uh, okay, is Kay Clayson the seven Tapia of Anaheim? Nope. Absolutely not. No? No. Okay. No, Cade's, Cade's made so many main events. Well, Tapia made some too, but okay. A I, few. I, get but Cade's, I just I mean, met the yeah. unexpected guy in the main event. No, I had I had Cade making okay. it because I knew there were going to be a couple guys that get in. Okay, I, I had Cade in. I know I knew he was a bubble guy. Yeah. I knew he was going to be close. Right. But. Okay. Uh, was there any doubt in anybody on this phone call's mind that Chiz was going to Chiz in the LCQ? Like there was just I even tweeted like, "Who's the other three? Like just, just I wasn't I wasn't that sure. Really? Oh no. I mean, I yeah, the odds are against or for him, you yeah. know. But I wasn't I wasn't dead set. I was I was honestly so focused on the hunter thing that i wasn't even so much paying attention to chiz i really wasn't which is i guess on me but uh i talked to hunter on friday not stoked with me on the uh race rex preview shows not not so oh really yeah 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 what Um, did you what did you say that upset him 
Well, remember, I my whole thing was, do you think he's an Aaron Plessinger or a Zach Osborne, or do you think he's more elite than that? You know, oh, okay. a, an yeah. older guy winning two titles coming into – or Tedesco, right? I brought a Tedesco too. You know, do you think he's more elite than that, or is he just, like, on that level? And those guys, no offense to those guys, but they never quite got it done, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so he – yeah, not – Didn't like that. Not a lot. Um, so. It's hard, though, because, like – when you say that and then he doesn't like it, then it's also like you're in that you're taking a shot at AP and Osborne then. You know what I mean? Like, I don't well, know how you win that. Well, no, I know, but that's how I that's how I roll. And I had Osborne on the Moto 60 show, and I brought that up, and Osborne totally agreed with me. And I said, hey, don't be offended, but I brought you up. <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah, I get it. So anyways um, – yeah, I mean, we're fine. Hunter's great. Hunter rode really well, and, and he will be a top 10 guy, I have no doubt, very soon, maybe in San Francisco. So I, I, uh, I wrote about this for breakdown column that will come out on Racer X online tomorrow. I, if I'm Hunter, I just completely forget that Anaheim happened. I start over in San Francisco. Don't, don't even think about what happened. It doesn't matter. Like, you crashed all weekend. You had a horrible weekend. The heat race had nothing to do with you. Not your fault. Mm-hmm. You started dead last. You tried to catch up. You were riding really fast in the LCQ. Like, San Fran is now re- the opening round. Just yeah. com- don't try to like overthink it yeah. and dwell on it. Like, what could I have done different? Like, forget about all, all right. that. Just go move forward. Um, Shane McElrath, Weech, what you got? Mm, nothing at all. Okay, moving on. Um, Freddie Norn crashed out. Made the main. Uh, yep, good job, Freddie. Uh, C- Christian. Yeah. So Christian and I talked before the night show. And I said, "Hey man, I want let's talk to you after the race." And he said, "Yep." I said, "Unless it go unless it's a total disaster." And he goes, "No, even if it's a disaster, I'll talk to you." I said, "Oh, okay, cool." And then I played football with his kid, and then Jagger Christian told me, "Ask Jagger any question about an NFL quarterback that you want to know. Like any depth depth chart or anything of NFL quarterback." And dude, I don't know how old Jagger is. I only stumped him once. He knows all the names of all the starters and the backups of every NFL quarterback. Oh, nice. Like he, yeah, that's that's like my guy. This is cool. I like yeah. this. Yeah, he knew like Mason Rudolph and Jimmy Garoppolo and you know all of it. So anyways, good job, Jagger. So anyways, Craig pulled off after it crashed. Craig pulled off and then he has not he was not around for an interview and he has not responded. <laughs> to me so this this was this could the plane may have hit the mountain here i don't know what's going on i don't know how he is i don't know what's going on not a great round for christian craig so stay tuned everyone uh where you where are you at jt with the with the one piece suit and when is fly Um, when is fly making me one so where i am with that uh i'm all for innovation cool like let's continue to push the envelope let's see what's possible regardless of what company does it all, I'm here for all of that, but on a consumer level, I don't think it'll ever be something that's relevant. Um, it's just yep. too difficult. It's not practical enough. Uh, but you know, like that—that that yeah. doesn't have to matter. Like yeah, you know, yeah, get yeah. all these for sure. Nike and everybody, like everybody, makes things that are never going to be consumer based. That's okay. That's um, cool. Yeah, I don't think there's plans to sell it. Um, and yeah. you know, but but when you talk to the Fox guys, they're like, hey, you know, uh, road race guys and and car race guys and bicycle time trial guys they all have one piece suits like it's yeah, not um, again yeah. 
it's not unheard of, right? I'm cool so. with all that. Like, let's make cool stuff and let's see where where it can go. You know, it's like yeah, half the reason we went to space, we developed all of these other inventions from needing to figure out how to go to space, right? Like, you never know what's going to pop up from trying cool stuff. Weech, One Piece thoughts? Yeah, I haven't seen it close enough. I mean, I saw him riding with the Demon on Friday, uh, but I didn't get to go to the event on um, Friday night. Fox had an event. I would have liked to have seen, like, what the advantage is, like, what the what the reasoning behind it from, like, an engineering standpoint. But it is pretty puzzling to me to, you know, make something that, have they said they're not going to sell it, or we just kind of figured logistically? They, they said they're not. Yeah, there's no plans. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I would have thought like, you. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't. You know, they would never tell me that. I don't think. But I right. would have told you it, it would be yeah. very unlikely. Yeah, but Steve, you actually heard that. That's not us. Yeah. Yeah. Speculating. Yeah. Right. Uh, that is curious. That's the most curious part to me. I mean, has there ever been uh, a gear company doing something that was? There well, was no all the, all of the gear it? that riders like Jet and Barsha and all like that that gear is not for sale. It's well, that's so, the look though. That's the same. No, it's, with it's a different cut. Color. It's the right. style. It's everything about it. The way that, that the materials like none of that's ever going to be in production. Like you can't. The average person is not fit enough or would never want something that tight. So it's it's to me it's oh, the same that. thing as that, just on another level. Um, that that stuff's all handmade and hand sewn and tailored and everything like that. So to me, this is just like a, a giant leap forward from there. You know, like we're already building a ton of stuff that's never going to be made like that for a consumer ever. So oh. Fly is not going to make me one. A one piece? Yeah. I mean, if you want a romper, we'll get you a romper. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Sweet. Um, all right. And then uh, Benny Bloss, uh, Beta made their debut. Beta needs to be better. Ah, better. What was going on there? What uh, was going on? With bike, that? bike broke in the heat, and then they made a swap, and bike broke again in the LCQ. Yeah, he so. was. I mean, he was close. He wasn't going to make it. You know, Sexton came up there, and or no, who yeah. was it? Uh, yeah, Sexton. Was it Sexton. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, then he was riding along the side of the track, and I'm like, yeah, that's not good. Yeah. And then I saw the same exact thing in the LCQ, and I was, yeah. I was just wondering. So poor, that's a bummer. Poor Benny. Good looking bike. Yeah, though. sucks. Good looking bike. It is good. Saying that. I gotta say, no, I'm with you, man. It looks good. Yeah, right on, yeah, Weech. I oh. Well, I don't. You guys are not the uh, the my style reference points. Um, let's just say, so hmm. that's okay. Sad. I just want to say uh, along those lines, I was uh, talking to our buddy uh, Jeremy Malott uh, from Red Bull, and uh, as I was talking to him on Saturday, I look and it occurs to me, I'm like, in my mind, this is the thoughts he's talking. I'm not listening. What runs in my mind is I'm like. Dude, this guy I think is wearing a short sleeve sweater, and it freaking works. Like, there are just certain people that can do certain things, and, he, and he's one of them. Um, he later told me it was actually a knit polo, but I'm like, well, whatever a knit mm. polo is, it's not going to cross my desk for at least. I said before Jet's retired, yeah. Jet will be retired before I even know what that is or ever wear one. So, I know what you're saying, JT. There's certain people that are fashion forward, and you don't even blink. Mm. Yeah, and I don't. I'm not saying I am one either. But you guys confirming style for me is not going to necessarily sway me. Hmm. That's sad because, I mean, I, I thought I looked really good at A1. So, yeah. Fit check. Fit check was on point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Hey, speaking of uh, Beta, uh, I went over there. I, I noticed how good the bikes looked. But the real reason I went over there was, Steve, I believe you assigned me to find out why John Short. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just it, w the exact opposite person of Travis Pastrana is John Short. 
You could not get any further on a spectrum than John Short and Travis Pastrana. So I was confused. Yeah. So as a reporter, I did my job. Yeah. I did go over there. I, I found John Short. And I'm like, we're wondering what's up with the 199. So I think his normal three-digit number is like 148 or something like that. Somebody mm-hmm. else had it. So the AMA sent him a list of uh, available numbers. And he's like, oh, such a huge Pastrana fan. I think he's got a, one of the old helmets with what I think is the worst helmet paint job ever, the swirls <laughs> on the top. Yeah, yeah. So bad. But I understand it's iconic. He loved Pastrana. So he said, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I'm like, okay. But no offense, dude. You know you're like the least Travis Pastrana guy. He's like, oh, I know. I know. He's like, I know. Okay. I, I, he's like, I, he's like, I know. I'm like, you're like a grinder grinder guy, like a hard worker guy. You're you're not a flash guy. He's like, oh, I completely know. I completely know. But he does love Travis. Okay. So he's aware. Fair he enough. He pick it for that reason. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, okay. I just, yep. yeah, thank you for doing that. Absolutely. Uh, yep. and he's got a, what I bring to this show, everybody. He has a Real great, reporting. he has a great mustache. He does. He's got he a does. great mustache going right. He looks like, uh, is it, is it, which one is, uh, is John Hall and Daryl, Daryl Hall and John Oates. Come Which on. one has the mustache? Come on, He looks dude. like him. He looks like him. It's John Oates. I don't know which is which. You don't know which one okay. is John Oates and Daryl Hall. Yeah. I don't know which one is which. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, there are people on this call that don't even know who that is to start with. Coming a little slack here, but so, he looks like that guy. Beta had a rough day, uh, and they hopefully will be better with their sick ass bikes. So, um, I talked. I talked to six times. Six times was there with a bunch of Triumph dudes. So that oh. was, that was pretty cool. And then I told a story, Weege, on the re raceables about Stanton biting my head off. Ask when I asked for a jersey, like in '89, and it made it back to him. And he says he's going to right the wrong. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I said, well, man, you were you really like you seemed really angry. He goes, I did that all the time. That's how I was. Like he totally understood. Oh, yeah. He admits that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I was. And I'm like, well, man, you really scarred me like in 89. Like, so. Anyways. So he's going to write yeah, the wrong. Yeah, he's not the same person. It no. actually won't write the wrong. This current version of Jeff Stanton giving you the shirt, it's not even the same guy, personality-wise. Yeah. So it wouldn't even count, I don't think. Yeah, maybe. Uh, okay. All right. 450s. Uh, anything else? Uh, what do we, what, anything else catch your guys' eye? Uh, Benny, Benny not making the main, Hunter not making the main. Certainly, uh, we touched on that. Um, Cooper Webb looking really good. Um, yeah. Anything else? Was it weird for Freddie to be number 22 for you guys too? Yes. I'll be honest, man. I, it wasn't for me cause I didn't really pay attention. There was so much to focus on and that, that's not anything against Freddie. Mm-hmm. I just, I was on sensory overload with other, all these other guys. Okay. I feel Chad certainly has to be satisfied with this, right? Oh, I'm sure Chad was. <laughs> Wait, I, he has I, to be thrilled. I'm not. I'm confused. Are you saying that he didn't finish, or that like he's not doing well and he's thr- like I don't get you guys. Which way are you coming at this? I, I'm, I'm saying like. You know, Chad held out on that number as long as he possibly the, could. The leg, legacy of Chad Reed has now I, been, I, I don't think he been passed be, to Freddie Norton. I don't okay. think he wants it to be Freddie. Okay, got it. Yeah, got that part. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know how, like, Sexton was 23? Let's say, imagine if Sexton was 22. Well, okay, I got to start. But I think it's okay. It's okay then, right? No, exactly. A, a Supercross yes. champion, Chad right. is, like, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yes. So, so Freddie's going to have to go out and win this title now. Speaking of 23, uh, <laughs> I, I, there's some website named Racer X. We, you're affiliated with this site? I, I'm not sure, but. Okay. So Grant Hardog is 23, 
And he said Racer X ran an article of guys who got new numbers that were sort of iconic. And he was like, I got Sexton's number, and there was nothing. I took a guy, uh, I took a Supercross champion's number. I got to see if it's the article. I think what he's probably referring to is we had an Instagram post, but it was we found guys on the same brand. Like we found, here's a picture of, like we had Chad on a Cowie and Freddie on his Cowie now. It was always, oh, uh, here's Webb, number one to KTM. Here's Sexton, number one on a KTM. If that's what he's referring to. I, I, yeah, I, um, I don't know. I was just like, I don't know, Grant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I just said. I think that's what he's referring I to. I just said. Like, I don't think. Yeah. I just told him, hey, man, Weege did screw you. And that's that. Oh, left okay. it at that. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. That's okay. fair. Yeah, I think if we have, and I don't even know if there are photos of Hard Dog on a number 23 yet, because uh, he's not even, well, he, he just started riding. He mentioned that he, there aren't very many photos, yeah. Yes. But I don't think if we have a picture of Sexton on a Honda last year sure. and Hard Dog on a Yamaha this year, and it would be like, man, it's exactly the same. <laughs> A-Stars, FXR, Yamaha, Honda, exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. Got like it. We had Voland and Tickle, okay. uh, stuff like that. Well, yeah. I'm just passing on a complaint to, uh, to that's, HR. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So, um, it is amazing that he's number 23. Like, shout out to him. Oh. That is spectacular. What really sucks, though, is the dude was so good, and he's 23, and then he goes to Disnations for Guam and absolutely wrecks himself for like you know there's no there's no yes money or anything yes. to do with this you know and yeah. it's going to affect him like it's a serious injury you know he's hoping to be back by round six or seven you know but he's not going to be you know talk about Tomac coming back I mean it's going to be hard for Harlan to be back at the level that he was at so yeah and also um, you know the whole SMX thing he was like the poster child for it like he had this banner year going into it. But it kind of fizzled. Like, those three weekends, he just didn't ha happen to be that good. And he made some money, uh, mm. but it wasn't what he had been trending toward right. uh, um, all year. I think he was smoked by the end of the year, I think. Speaking of SMX, what did you guys make of them thinking about bringing Jed out for the opening ceremonies last, which was with the word on the street? It yeah, I wouldn't have happen. agreed with that. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. No, that, that, that would I would not have been cool with that. Okay, I'm with you guys. Not have been cool with that. I'm glad it didn't happen. And then what did you yep. make of the banners we have on the grass for Deegan and Jet being SMX champions? Like, we got we got banners now laying on the grass. I'm cool with that. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. We don't have banners for anybody else? Just the SMX guys? Yeah, I mean, they're listen, they're going to push this series. Like, the SMX is, is the ultimate championship for them, so we might as well just buckle up and be okay with that. Okay. The, the banners are going to let slide, but you, you, yeah, you can't let them go out after Sexton in opening ceremonies. They're going to they're going to push this SMX overall the world championship. It's going they're going to push it as the biggest championship there is to win. Yeah, uh, Sexton was introduced yeah, so, as the 450 World Supercross champion. <laughs> I'm wait, what? Yeah, Sexton was introduced as the 450 really? World Supercross champion on the on the by who on the jumbotron. It said World Supercross champion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, weird. Okay. <laughs> I'm here for that. It's great. It's fantastic. I mean, MXA. Calls, you know, or Glenn Helen calls it the World Four Stroke Championship, the World Four Vet Championship. Everyone can be world. I don't care. Everyone call it whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Um, all right, 250s. Uh, before we get into that, thank you to the folks at motorsport.com. Go through the banner to help us out. OEM and aftermarket parts over there. If you have a secret street bike like JT and you want to order some parts from it, you got an e bike or just a good old dirt bike like Weege and you need uh, an axle nut or a crescent wrench or something to change your adjust your chain, please check out motorsport.com. 
Uh, great guys, and uh, free shipping on everything over $79. And I told you off the top about Renthal and Maxis as well. And we got on X, Weege. Sorry, I had that muted. I was typing. Um, I actually did go to motosport.com, uh, oh. exactly what you were talking about, uh, and ordered some tools during uh, Black Friday because I knew there would be discounts. So, uh, yes, thank you, Motosport, for having great deals. Did you go through the banner on pulpamex.com? Uh you know, I usually do, but I actually forgot. And there was some serious purchasing going on. Oh, Ugh. that's that, that's that's heartbreaking. Okay. I had done that in the past, but uh, there was a lot going on. Um, okay. Buying gifts for other people in the house, finding, trying to remember all the crap that I think I need to work on bikes. And then I forgot the pulp link. I, I apologize. Um, yeah, but motorsport is good. T-handles. I finally own T-handles. <laughs> great. Fantastic. It's good. Working to, on it. We're getting to, there. Yeah, good to hear. Uh, well, what I never understood, why have T-handles? I mean, they literally, I mean, wrenches are the same size. Okay. Like 10 mil. All right. So what's the what's the reasoning for these T-handles? Well, how do you take a seat bolt off if you don't have a T-handle? Like, what, what's, I, know how, I know how to do it, but what's your, what would you grab Ratchet. to take a seat bolt out? Ratchet socket. Okay, with an extension or no extension? Uh, I usually don't need an extension. Okay, yeah, so it's way yeah. quicker with a T-handle. Okay, so that's why. Okay. Yeah. I was always like, what? They're just 10 and 12 mil? mil? Well, like, what's the difference? Uh, on to Onyx. Uh, Onyx Off-Road is the go-to mapping service for those who want to travel off-pavement. The Onyx Off-Road map app is the best for finding trails and off-grid camping. They have guided trails so you can see what you're getting into with pictures, descriptions, difficulty ratings, open and close dates. And even when you're offline with no cell service, you can download the maps and my favorite feature is the Elite model, which shows private land ownership info. And uh, we'll even give you 20% off. Just type in the code RACERX, all lowercase, all one word, 20% off. Just check it out. Okay. Go to uh, onxmaps.com or onx off-road app store. Sounds good. Uh, all right, 250s, Hampshire. We kind of touched on that, I feel like, enough. Like, yep, this is his. He, he should win this. Uh, it's time, all of that. He looked great. Um, and but I, I do want to mention if he could just maybe back it down a few percent in qualifying practice, that would, mm, that would, yeah. uh, he help my blood pressure a little bit. Almost looped out in the back rhythm there, uh, alongside the third baseline. I can't handle it. I'm just going to stop watching him. I can't do it. Like he's <laughs> freaking me out. Um, and uh yeah so he looked really good he told me uh how happy he is with his bike they really found some stuff with his bike and he told me he goes mathis you know me like i'll talk shit on my bike and i'm like oh yeah you will he goes it's awesome it's great like i'm not giving you the typical rider bs stuff right um and he's like it's for real really good they found some stuff he told me what they kind of found i don't he told me not to you know yeah uh you know talk about it too much like specifics that way so I'll honor that part of it. But, yes, um, very happy. So, um, I know it's supposed I to mean, be this is I just didn't expect. These are legit dudes. Like, I, I, I didn't see anyone having a nine-and-a-half-second lead, uh, any of these guys, whether it was Voland or Kitchen or Smith or Thrasher or mm -hmm. RJ. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think one guy would, like, really just but, be the boss. But hang on, like. This is what he was doing to everybody not named Jet last year. That's that's where I kind of came in on before the season started. I'm not saying it's going to go exactly the same way, mm -hmm. but most of the races he got second in, he was clearly second. And now the guy that was clearly first is clearly gone. So <laughs> to me, it's kind of, I don't know. It, it, if you just look at it, 
okay. in a vacuum on paper and take the racing aspect out of it, this is what should have happened based on last year. I know that's not how it works. Yeah, I know like JT to me, crazy, but well, I'm just saying. Well, when you said I think the problem was last year. I think the problem for me was that uh, yeah, and it's true. Like Kitchen did race West last year, but I expected Kitchen just in year three, but almost kind of year two for him to make a jump. And then so many other guys were East. Like I didn't know what we get from Thrasher. It wasn't spectacular. Uh, so that. You're right, but they had East. So yeah. I don't know how good Smith and Thrasher were because they didn't race them last That's year. That's kind of where I'm at, too. Like, JK, like, like these guys are – there's different dudes, know, you know? So I don't but know. But, like, yeah. like you, you don't think he's better than Bolin. <clears throat> I do. He's like I don't think Bolin's ever beaten him in Supercross. Like, he beat Kitchen last year. I know Kitchen's on a new team and all that, but he beat him last year consistently. Juju Bomer is a rookie. Like, he's not supposed to beat RJ. Jordan Smith looks great. But we know Jordan Smith has had a really hard time staying consistent. So, like, I don't see the guy that's supposed to be like, no, like, of course he should be battling RJ. Who, I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm maybe I'm too high on RJ. That could be it too. But it just when I tried to make a case for it not going this way, I really struggled. It's a fair point. You you've got the data on your side after one round. There's no doubt. Yeah. He was the best guy. Uh, I, I, don't, I think I expected more from uh, Chef, but we'll we'll get into that in a second. I don't think we saw his best. Yeah, uh, Chef. No, we didn't, and he he rode really tight. Yeah. Chef told me he got rattled a little bit when he got passed, and yeah, yeah, got on pump, and you know, but he was still happy with his race. Got on third. He he did I, it, he did admit that his pass on uh, Max was greasy, so I got him to admit that because it kind of was greasy. Totally legal. Totally fine. Yep. But he took advantage of. Shimoda did the same thing. What's that? Shimoda did the same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he did. By the way, though, uh, Kellen was very angry and very upset about this Red Cross flag. And I am not as uh, vocal as uh, Kellen, but they do need to, like, not have the red flag after a triple in. Like, go. Walk, yeah, started at the beginning. Yeah, right? walk forward. Walk forward 15 yeah. feet or whatever, you know, something. Yeah. Because uh, that's that's a little – that that could have been an issue. So, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, but, yeah, Kitchen – Kitch was okay with his race. He, I think he was. And, and you know, that's not bad. Uh, good race for him. He was fast all day long. I don't know if you guys noticed his third practice. The dude barely slowed down. Just hammered lap, fast lap after fast lap. Like – that's that's good. That's a good sign, right? He's confident. He's ready to go. So I, I mean, I I have Kitch winning a race at least. At least oh, one. I do. Yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, Weege, do you agree? One race, like no, race? at least one. At least, I said at least one. Yeah, at least, yeah. At least one. Oh, I don't, I don't feel like that's even a claim worth. I don't know. To me, that's saying like I have Tomac winning a race. Like, okay. is that has he has he won one yet? Kitch? Yeah. He won a triple crown last year. But I think we okay. forget, like, No, Kitch won a Last full, year was, like, his Kitch, first. Kitch won a full main what? in Seattle. Full main. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm just saying, it's not like he's reeled off, like, five wins or something. No. Like, I, no. But I have I have him winning a race. For sure I do. At least one. I think we forget. I mean, Kitchen last year was really his first full year doing Supergross. It's been hurt. Of course. So, I just I, expect I him to just make a leap. And at least win a bunch of races. Better than RJ for the title. I know it's hard to believe. I think I used these words in the preview video. I don't think these guys can be as consistent as RJ. <laughs> uh, Sounds crazy, but I think that's actually the deal. Jordan won a heat. He battled RJ in the heat for their 540th battle of their lives. <laughs> um, someone had a great tweet. Someone put the two old men from Simpsons sitting on a porch in rocking chairs and said, RJ and Jordan. On the podium. Oh, that's great. It's awesome. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, look, I mean, I, Steve, I feel like we could go back 
eight years on these pods, and you'll be like, when they were teammates on Geico Honda, and you're like, RJ and Jordan, it's your time. You got to get it done, guys. <laughs> this is your time. Listen. Uh, like eight years ago. Yeah. I mean, don't get me started. They have children. <laughs> they have children. Yeah. RJ, this is his 11th year or something. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Okay. Yeah, I think I think it's his tenth year or eleventh if you count the very end of you know sure. after Loretta's. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. so JT, the the Schmoda hater that we know. Happy? Is he okay? Like where's the Schmoda haters uh uh thoughts? Because Joe uh, I don't absolutely blew the heat race start. Yeah, I don't I don't know okay. I don't know why he would take joy in that, you know, like but I thought Joe was fine. Like was it Exactly what he wanted, no. But he overcame some adversity in the heat, you know? Okay. And then he was okay. really good coming through the pack in the main. So it's fourth going to get the title done? Absolutely not. Okay. But I, I don't think it was any sort of, like, terrible, you know, race by any means. It's, it's okay. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, Just, you know, you could make a case of, like, a terrible start in the heat, terrible start in the main. Yep. You no, know, I get it. Like, I get it. There are reasons. There are reasons to kind of like if if you're so inclined to take shots. Um, you know the door's yeah. open, but I don't think it was so bad. Max Volan won a heat first heat race of his career, and it's so. This is I was I've been writing my column today for Racer X, the critically acclaimed award winning column, and um, I wrote about Max. This is Max's fifth top five in Supercross, but I said this is probably. The best top five he's ever gotten, Weege. You- uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, it's crazy how the podium just keeps not working out. Um, I hadn't thought of it that way. I just thought, so you're taking the perspective of this is probably his best race, and I took the perspective of, oh, he almost had this podium, and again, he ends up just. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm like thinking, look how spicy he looked. Look how much spice there was. It's just incredible that he's a flying at the test track guy. How many people do you hear talk about Max and like his bike skill is so good, right? Yeah. And 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 all these things that are positives, yet he still doesn't have a podium. It just seems crazy to me. So when I saw this materializing, like mm-hmm. Kitchen was starting to regroup, and I'm like, oh man, is he going to end up? I mean, he got fourth, right? He got fifth. Joe got fourth. Oh, he got fifth. Joe came through. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, we got a tussle going on for the podium. Is he going to end up being the guy that doesn't get on the podium again? So that's the way I saw it. Like, right to me, it's a bummer for him because oh. he's got to get that monkey off his back. Bomar was really good. Juju, really good. Yep, really good. Uh, what a steal they he, got with this guy. He wasn't. He wasn't that stoked after the race. Like he was kind of. Oh, yeah. He was kind of bummed. Yeah, yeah, he was kind of bummed. I talked to him in the media scrum. Uh, and I don't think he was like disappointed so much as like, he wasn't like as psyched as I was about it. I thought it was phenomenal. Great starts, great pace, sprinting fast, looked the part. Um, and maybe he just, that's what he expected. Maybe he expected to be that guy. So it was just more of like, yeah, okay, cool. You know, I kind of screwed up, you know, I made that mistake, but it it just wasn't like, um, there wasn't any elation. How about that? Uh, March Banks seventh. He's uh, he's the lightest he's ever been since he was like seventeen or something. He told me he does look really fit. So seventh for March Banks. I think that's just a eh, right? Just an eh. It's all right. Nothing nothing crazy. Oldenburg yep. Oldenburg hit the gate and had to come from way back to eighth for hey. Freckle. 
Hey, as soon as I saw that, is that, I mean, look, he's on Moto Concepts. Is this the classic Tony Alessi taking a guess on, hey, the gate's going to go at eight or whatever it would be? I, I feel just, like. Just dumb. Oh, it could be. I feel like Freckle's smarter than that, but maybe you get a free hot tub if you do it. I don't know. If you do. I mean, it was so, it was so blatant. Yeah. I'm just like, how do you get it that bad? I'm right. like, yeah. go on eight or whatever they said. <laughs> Uh, Ryder D, just okay for Ryder D. First first pro supercross race for Ryder D. People kind of forget that, I think, a little bit. Yep. Um, yep. So, yeah, he'll figure it out. Mumford, Mumphy, uh, does anybody know why Mumphy doesn't like Shimoda? Because he took some shots at him on press day oh, really? and okay. in the main event. Yes, very. Oh, wow. I don't know where the Mumphy Shimoda beef is, but there's beef. And oh. Mumphy went out. I mean, they were teammates. They were teammates. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Could, could be from that. Not sure. Uh, tenth for Mumphy, Anthony Bourdon. Hey, Mumphy, okay. uh, okay. whole shot the heat and uh, yep. led for a little bit, yep. and uh, that probably he's got a contract. He's good. I mean, that's all Moto Concepts. That is their whole team is built around that. You join the team, you prove you can get whole shots in the lead. You're good. You're in. Uh, Anthony Bourdon, yep. French guy, number one hundred. I'm fine with that. Also, I like that one 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 hundred. I love his, uh, I like shows. Yeah, love his shows. Okay, Travel Channel, right. CNN. Yeah, RIP. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, Going too soon. Shout out to TJ Albright. He's had a tough year for some injuries and stuff, and he made it in the main event. So good dude, New Yorker guy. Robbie Wageman. JT, some real stealth TJ Albright info on the team. Oh, you like well that? Done. You like that? Yeah, I did. Try, I got like, some reporting chops. Yeah, trying to trying to elevate elevate the game. What? I hit the Joel Whiteman in the uh, on Race Day Live. I was really trying to to bring it. I knew you'd be proud. Julian. When I heard JT can add on the 116, I'm like, JT, yeah. go. Albright's a good dude. You guys know him at all? He's really cool. Nice guy. Um, you guys don't know him like I do. I'm a friend of, I don't know friend him as of well. No, I just know, I know more about him than I do right. know him. Hunter Yoder, uh, not bad, 13th. Uh, uh, Julian Bennett, Canadian kid. That's his first main event. He's from uh, BC. He had the retro-looking Cowie. Uh, some ugly ass gear though. Holy shit! I don't know who what that gear is. But that 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 was not a good look. But the bike was awesome. Um, and then uh, Lux Turner crashed out. Uh, Nate Thrasher. Anybody know how Nate is? What did the PR say, Weege? Says he's okay and he'll be racing San Francisco. Okay, and then, that's good news. Yeah. And then there's a Philip Nicoletti. Uh, last spike broke. <laughs> Poor Phil. He was very gracious on the interview. He was with Will. He was. Now. I was on our group text. We each can vouch for this. I'm like, Phil, what about that three in on the rhythm? And he said, all I see is two. So, okay. I guess that's how we're going to roll. And then he did the three in. He did it twice. And then never did it in the night show. And, like, guys just jumped right by him in the heat race. Our guy, Phil, just jumped the jumps. I didn't realize that he went back to doubling it. I did not know that. Yes. Yeah, he never did it in the race. Uh, there was a lady who came up to him in autograph line. She had a white shirt said, I love Phil on it, like a little heart, you know? And then on the back of the shirt, the words were circle of fuckery. And I'm like, what does this mean? She goes, he says it on your show. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't remember that, but I, it is, I said, it does sound like something Phil would say. So that's, that was on the back of her shirt. She was walking around the, the pits with that. I feel like the main event was uh, within that. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I it do. Was awesome. I do like how Phil gets zero points. 
Zero points for that. My so. favorite, uh, somebody tweeted, I think, tweeted, was it on Instagram? I guess at one point, one of the mechanics of resort is just blowing into the connectors. Yep. And somebody said, good to know they're trying to fix the bike the same way I tried to get my Nintendo to work <laughs> to know, in yeah. 1989. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. I didn't see that. That's really good, though, yeah. Blow, <laughs> blowing the cartridge, man. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, poor oh, Phil. Just go out and jump the jumps. Oh. It'll be fine. He he's coming on the show tomorrow, so we'll we'll talk to him. Good or bad, he comes on. So, uh, okay. The fact that you picked up that I know you're angry about zero points for twenty second, and that Phil became the first ever victim is just amazing. I, I I just it's JT sides with me on this. This is something we 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 have found a common ground on. Weech, like Whoa. yeah, like Iran and yeah, Iraq. Iran and Iraq agreeing on something. Um, we have agreed on that this is a stupid rule. Yep. So it's not great. I'm, I'm flummoxed right now. I don't even know what to say. How do you not uh, just give a point to a guy who makes a main event? I just don't know. It's just it's amazing. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Just just don't get last. Okay. There you go. All right. Just don't get last. Easy enough to say. Um. Uh, Although I will say this, uh, our guy MX Reference ran some stats for me, and it does. So the last place since the 22-man field, and I'm doing this off my memory, so I could have it wrong a little bit. But since the advent of the 22-man field, the guy in last has not finished 10 laps, which means he crashed out or bike broke like 78% of the time or something. So, like, generally speaking, nobody does the whole main and gets last. You know what I'm saying? Like, like some, yeah, that's the thing. Something I feel bad. Like it's happens. A DNF. Yeah, something. It's a DNF. Right, something bad yeah. happens to that guy. Yeah, I feel like party around is like you're putting in all the work, but in, in very rarely do I feel like someone rides for in the 450 case 25 minutes and yes, would get last. Yeah, most of the time not. Right, most of the time not. So. So there is that, but uh, it probably won't stop me from yelling and screaming about it, Weege. Nope, okay. I wouldn't expect it. Okay, nope. uh, that's the 250 class, Anaheim 1. Um, broadcast thoughts. So I really like how JT poisoned J- Justin Brayton and got in on Race Day Live. So JB was supposed to make his debut. He's sick. Ricky's sick also, so JT cannot be exonerated from that either. We don't quite know how Ricky got sick, but he wasn't there. It's one step closer to being in the booth. So investigations are ongoing, Mr. Thomas, on exactly what's going on with the talent in Supercross because they're getting sick. I, I have no comment on this situation. Uh, you would need to refer to my attorneys. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> Good. Poor, poor JB. That sucks. Yeah, he was got a bad cough or cold or whatever. So bum for him. And then Ricky never even made it. Yeah, he's that's, we saw on Instagram. He's got... Some stuff going on. So you guys were like man down. Yeah, we were. And then uh, we actually, you won't believe this. So we were going to have on the desk uh, that uh, Katie Osborne and I were working, we had planned on having RV and uh, Jeremy McGrath as our guests. And uh, RV was sick and Jeremy's wife was sick. So they couldn't come. Oh, wow. So both of them. So what is going on? I do feel like everyone I know is sick lately, too. Like, I came home early from my vacation. My wife got sick after I got sick. And I was waiting to hear from riders after the race that they've been sick. I didn't really hear that, though. 
But in industry people I talk to, like, yeah, dude, it's crazy. It's actually absolutely going around. So I've been good. I've been good. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No problems. Okay. No problems at all. Uh, so yeah. uh, how so, did R- how did the RJ thing come together? Like, was he just in the pits and someone grabbed him? Well, so originally it was like we want to have McGrath because A is McGrath, and we wanted to talk to him spef- specifically about switching uh, to a new team with the number one plate like he once did and Sexton has done now. So that's why he was on the list, uh, and he was not available. And same thing with RV. And look, man, RJ is going to be there for you. Yes. That's what Rick Johnson. I mean, he's great. He's great. Like he will take, he will take whatever you give him. He's there. You know, he's going to be there. Uh, he's won Anaheim multiple times. He's one of the all-time greats. So when I heard Bondo say, "Hey, called RJ. He's available," and yeah. I'm like, "Yes." Bring oh, me yeah. some RJ, baby. Yeah, we yes. we had him on Monday's show last week, and mm-hmm. gold, gold, He's right? Great. Yeah. So I didn't get to yep. watch that part. I just saw him. Uh, so I'm imagining though, Weech, he was really good. Well, what I like about RJ is uh, he, I think he bristles at the idea that like Ronnie Lachine was a style technician and David Bailey was a style technician, and he didn't know like how to ride himself Mm. i think he really goes out of his way to try to point out technique stuff to try to push back on that yep so he straight up says he straight up says one thing sexton has to work on is uh he looks too close he looks down he doesn't look far enough ahead he looks down on his front fender that's part of his problem and i'm like wow somebody said it good for you rj yeah like you never hear people i've never heard i've heard people say that behind the scenes as a theory there's a million theories Mm -hmm. obviously most of it on the honda but uh I was like, "Go RJ." That's some real analysis. JT, when 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 uh, when Stu did or when Jet did the uh, the five on press day that they changed for the race, Honda guys were telling me James texted him and thought it was awesome and loved it, and they yeah. were like, "They were like, yeah." Stu told me, yeah. Stu told me he texted him. Honda guys were like, "Yeah, I don't know if that's a great thing to get though." <laughs> like, <laughs> really? We, oh, I know. I, we don't. We don't really want Jet to do that. <laughs> Like they, oh, really? I mean, it, it takes a lot, I think, to impress James Stewart. Yeah. So I, would, I know. Yeah. But I, I think the Honda guys were like, hey, Jet, that's super gnarly. You almost crashed. You cased it. You know, like, right. like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do that. The fact that you're impressing Stu is not where we want you. I think that's where their point was. Yeah. Like, hey, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> of course, James would think that was awesome. <laughs> right. So, yeah. No, it was, uh, I, I watched the, the main events uh, back. You, you guys. Um, did a good job on the broadcast, Weege. I haven't watched your segment yet uh, on the desk, but yeah, you know. I didn't do too much. It, the, the workload I'm used to, I made a tragic mistake of saying to a couple people like Doug Cabrera, who's part of the TV thing, I'm like, yeah, if you need me to fill on a race day live, I'm not used to doing this little, so let me know what you need. Mm. Probably should never say those words, but yeah. You know, on the Racer X side, I'm used to some crazy days. So yeah, I, I, just yeah. doing that desk alone, I would have been like, so what do, you, what do I do for the first six hours of the day? And I just want yeah. everyone, the listeners, to I listen. I ended up hanging out with you guys in the press box. Jeez. Yeah, well, you were hanging. No, you were hanging out with Brayton. Let's get it straight. You were not hanging with us. You were up there with Brayton in the corner, not talking to us, just talking to Brayton. And that and that was noticed, Weege, by all of us. And He was isolating. He was isolating himself, okay? Yeah. Uh, it was great. Dark side, Mr. Side tried to get me. He sends me a text and says, this is what you miss when you sell out. And it's a picture of... Dark side with Brayton. Yep. 
And I'm literally next to Brayton as I get that text. So I immediately take the same exact photo and send it right back at him. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank Sean Brendan, too, for the pizza for the press box. Very nice. It was not asked for. It was not in my demands. But now that we seem to be getting pizza more often, I told Sean I, I have to make higher demands now. So stay tuned. But we seem to be getting pizza a lot. It's nice. It's nice to see the, you know. I need to, maybe I need to, <coughs> sorry, I need to hang out there more. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you should. So. Okay. Anything else? Anaheim 1, Fly Racing, Racer X Podcast. Fran. We're on to San Fran. Thank God for that. Thank God for San Fran and not the other place. So I'm looking forward to being back in San Francisco. That's a great stadium. Good views. Really cool. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, it's been so, a long time. It has been. a been. long time. Yeah, absolutely. So looking forward to that. Weege, are you going? Uh, I just found out I'm not, actually. I got oh. switched to uh, San Diego. It makes more sense. That's the 50th anniversary race. Uh, Diffie's in the booth for the first three, so I'm not really needed needed. It's cool if they want to use me anyway. Um, so I will not be at round two. It's kind of odd. I'm more integrated in Supercross than ever, and I've probably never missed the second round of the series before. Sad. But, um, sad. Yeah, yeah, sad to see what you've done. Yep. I mean, I literally told them. I'm like, you don't have to give me work for sympathy. Like, my wife will be glad if I have two weekends at home that I wasn't expecting to have. I want yep. so you're you're done with the live Mikey stuff. Like, there's no more trying to get the kid to whip the bike anymore. Uh, at this time last year, they had not asked yet, so let's not rule that out. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, we'll see if that yep. comes to fruition. All yep. right, everybody. Uh, great race, Anaheim won. Cool to be back. Um, watching the races again and some things change some things stay the same you know shit goes sideways for phil so yeah you know good times uh all right jt weege thanks boys see you guys see ya This has been the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Motorsport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. Thanks for listening and supporting our partners.